And now, free rent for some migrants in Maine. Taxpayers there are footing the bill for new apartments built specifically for these newly arrived border crossers. Not only a free roof over their heads, they have at least, wait for it, two years worth of rent paid for. Yes. 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 Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk politics, right? <laughs> we're going to talk current events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk about what's trending. Because right? I can just feel it rising. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we are going to be using some colorful language today. You know, I can just feel it. We're going to throw some around that may offend some folk. So the good news is this, right? Um, YouTube and Spotify and Google Podcasts and man, they have over 2 million other platforms. And you can carry your ass over there, your happy ass over there and get the information and get the conversation that you would like to hear from over there. But here on Real Black Content is Forum Podcast, beloved. We talk a little different over here, right? We're on Newsweek. Shout out to our brother, T. Fowler, because he sent us this. If you have a problem with what we are meant to talk about, go to Instagram. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> go to the gram. And i do you one better. In the description bar, where you have like, because we're going to put the article in the description bar, we're going to put T. Fowler's information up there. So if you got a problem with this, you know, this article that we're going to read, you reach out to him. (laughs) You tell him, stop sending VJ all that kind of shit. (laughs) Because he's talking about it, right? Because he is talking about it, right? The headline reads, African-Americans get up to two years free rent for new apartments. This is in Maine, right? African-Americans get up to, listen now, they're going to give y'all black ass, right? (laughs) The Afro-American, they're going to give you two years free rent for new apartments. You know they ain't going to give your black ass. Listen, you know. <laughs> this country, I don't care how much you run around, I got to get some tangibles. I got to get some tangibles. Nope. Not for you. <laughs> oh, you want to serve your country? Okay, cool. The headline reads, Veterans that serve honorably get up to two years free rent for new apartments in the great state of Maine. You know, <laughs> this country do not do shit like that for veterans. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Okay, okay, I got it. This is a Christian nation. This is a Judeo-Christian nation, right? All right. All Christians that just converted get up to two years free rent apartments in Maine. You know, beloved, it, it doesn't say that. You know what it actually does say? 
when I share the link, you know what it actually does say? Migrants get up to two years free rent for not the old apartments, not the slumlord apartments that you've been living in, the projects and ghettos. No, they're going to put these folks in new apartments, right? So let's just take a look at the article. <laughs> let's read it in its entirety, right? And, and let me ask you this on a federal level now, right? Because election time has been a roll back around. For all of y'all that voted for Genocide Joe, because <laughs> this is a trickle-down effect, even though we're going to talk about the state, we all know that Genocide Joe, a.k.a. Jim Crow Joe, this is his whole hustle. This is his whole plan to fill the country with migrants, illegal aliens, foreigners, and the carpet is so red that he's rolling out for this, folks. It's, it's, it's purple. He's rolling out the purple carpet for these people. Now, here you is. You a Mick. You a Gideon. <laughs> you a nigga. And your family done fought all in World War One and World War II and Vietnam this and all of that. And look, <laughs> listen now. Look, look what he got for y'all. Hey man, y'all love these liberals though. Abbott down in Texas giving them hell, but y'all love these liberals. A new program in Maine will provide asylum seekers with free housing for up to two years as cities across the country continue grappling with an influx of migrants. When it says cities across the countries, that's you. That's the black American. You in the cities. You are in the cities. You're the one grappling with an influx of migrants. You know what that means? Somebody's on their way out. So a lot of us already ran to the suburbs we in the suburbs already but those that are left behind in the cities now they finna push y'all ass out they finna push y'all single ass out it's gonna be harder for you to make it cause y'all got one income because when you get down into them cities beloved in them neighborhoods ooh, everybody for themselves. Well, I should say it this way. Every black woman, single black woman with children is for herself. The United States has seen an influx of migrants entering the country in recent months. Shout out to Genocide Joe. This is his whole hustle. At times, creating new challenges for city officials as they seek to allocate resources for them. Don't got the money. You know what? They find the money for them. They couldn't find the money for you. Finding homes for migrants has become a key issue, particularly in communities that are already have housing shortages. That's the hood. That's, that's your community. Many have been living in shelters and hotels across the country, but one city in Maine is launching a program to give some migrants free housing 
it is not for you but one city in maine is launching a program to give some black americans free housing nope oh maybe you more let's get more politically correct uh it's launching a program to give some african americans free housing nope some veterans free housing nope some muslims that that converted over and now they uh, pledge allegiance to the flag they're going to give them some free housing nope 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 your daddy spent all that time working for the city and now since he worked for the city and he retired they finna give him some free housing nope daddy don't get it either your daddy spent all that time and mama working for the police department and they gonna give him some free housing once they retire nope migrants get it whoever came up with this program if y'all in Maine don't vote they ass out cause I ain't gonna tell you to go up there you know <laughs> I I ain't going to tell you to go out there to the city council meeting and start whooping ass. I ain't going to tell you to go to the governor's house and start handing out ass whoopings like free lunch. I won't say that. I won't say that. I will not say that. All I am saying, beloved, is what I've been saying. Brunswick, Maine, plans to open 60 new apartments for migrants with 24 of the units already complete. Let's read it again. Brunswick, Maine plans to open 60 new apartments for black Americans. <laughs> so y'all can get your shit together. Uh-uh. Brunswick plans to open 60 new apartments for the Guineas. Uh-uh. Brunswick, Maine plans to open 60 new apartments for the Mix. Uh-uh. It's not for you. I don't care how many wars your forefathers fought in to even make this place exist. United States and corporate to make this corporation of the United States exist. They don't have this for you. The goal is 60. They damn near halfway done. 2040 units are already complete. According to the local news station broke the news. The units are specifically planned for black Americans awaiting their work permits. No, it's not for you. It's not for the guineas. It's not for the mix. It's for the migrants. And this process is going to take more than a year. And this country led by Genocide Joe and the state is willing to wait. So they can sit back and kick their feet up and chill two years rent free with their entire family. Black folks, let me talk to you now, right? Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Uh, you know who the, the bulk of the migrants that's gonna be in Maine? They're not gonna be the brown seed. No, no, not the brown brothers. They're going to be our black brothers from Africa. Can you imagine that? Africans is going to be the ones partaking in these two-year rent-free in the brand new apartments. So you should be excited, right? Aren't you just excited? Aren't you ecstatic? 
right? This is good news. This is powerful news. Your black African brother is coming over and he gonna have two years free rent and brand new apartments, right? And y'all brothers, is that not right? So since you African, because that because your African brother coming over and you walking around in America and you calling yourself African American, just African American, pardon me, throw your ID away, throw your state ID away, throw your driver license away, take you and your family out there and play like you're African and let's see if they got a spot for you. Because you're paying Africans and you running around and you back to Africa and you got the red, black and green dashiki on, you're halfway there. You know what I'm talking about? You can't wait to get there. So you're African in heart. You're African in spirit. And many of us have been telling our people, you're not African. You're an original American. You're a black American. Your folks been here. They always been here. They didn't put you on no goddamn boat and bring you from nowhere. And you've been fighting against us, fighting against us. And you, okay, well, since you're African, what Maine say they finna lay the red carpet out, so red and purple out there for the Africans to come over to get them Brand new apartments now. They ain't gonna give you no bullshit. Go up there and play African and see if you get a spot. Go up there and play African and see if they know the difference. Oh, I do you one better. See if your African brother leave a spot open in his apartment for you. Because y'all brothers. Because you know, you know, we do know, beloved. We know 4,200 people is living on the streets. Homeless. And they finna put migrants in the brand new apartments but these are your brothers they're your brothers ain't it they finna bring Mobutu them over here and these they finna they pulled them off they already got Mobutu them they took them off the, they were riding a giraffe over there fighting hyenas and then they brought them to America your brother and then you want to learn about your true identity right because we keep telling you 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 from here you know what I'm saying? You looking for the Indian, nigga. You is the Indian. You looking for the Indian, but you, but you, you ain't no. They showed you a goddamn butt nose, high cheekbone, straight hair, and you. So they got you confused. So you African. Okay, well since you so African, when they put the Africans up there, go up there and learn about your people and yourself, and let's see if they got a room open for you when you get up there, and you let us know how that all worked out for you. Because, beloved, we already know how that going to work out. Hold on. Let me make a little detour. Hold on. Let me stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me just make a little detour, right? We're going to go back and we're going to talk a little bit about some history because we got some black folks, right, in the hills of North America, in the territory that we call the United States, and they say that they, they come from Africa. They got off some slave ships somewhere. They can't find the ship. They've been looking for that ship. They've been digging. They've been going down in their roots and their roots and their roots and they're looking for that ship. And you know what? They have yet to find the ship, right? When they give you the slave trade story, you dig what I'm saying? They told you and I, they brought millions of Africans from West Africa to the Americas. Did not they tell us? This is the story that we get, right? Now, we know what year the steamship the steamship was built we know what year <laughs> we already know when they made that thing yet they telling you from the 1400s in the 1500s in the 1600s on wooden boats they put 400 niggas on these boats it didn't it didn't even 
<laughs> look, the ship didn't hit the bottom of the ocean like a rock because we know, man, each of these human heads weigh so much. You, they, they could never put that many folks on a boat and they tied you up all at the bottom. Y'all shitting and pissing on each other all at the bottom of the boat, which is, uh, I don't know if you know, but see, urine produce is toxicity. Feces is toxicity. You can't breathe that shit in. You can't be in no closed area with people pissing and shitting on each other. You would never, you would have died in the middle of the ocean. Before you got to the middle of the ocean, you, the ship, the cargo is, it, the ship is overweight. It would have went to the bottom like a rock. Yet they told you they put 300 and 400 folks, living folks on the boat. And you came across from Africa. It, it, they never tell you how long the ship, it, the, the voyage took. Because we know, man, that's a three, four month ride. What kind of, what? they had enough water. To, we ain't even talking about what it takes logistically to do that. But you chained up, laying on the wood. They showed you a picture of you and that motherfucker like sardines. You laid in the wood, on the ground, chained up. For three, four months at a time? On the wood? Knowing good and goddamn well now, when Big Mama got sick, right? And Big Mama was laying in the bed. Three weeks after Mama laid in that bed, Mama had sores all on her back, on her arm. From laying in the bed with the pillows. They told you they put you in the bottom of a ship for months that would have ate up your physical body. Yet you believed the story. They didn't tell you what season they came over. They showed you a part of the Atlantic Ocean that's the hardest to travel on. But see, you didn't learn no better. You didn't know no better until you had an uncle go to the Navy. And your uncle had to cross that part of the sea in that big boy ship and he said it couldn't happen there's no way that could have happened something else happened but these devils is lying to us about this whole African story because it didn't happen but we'll get back maybe that's a different story for a different day you know it's over about 5,500 miles from West Africa to the Americas you know that right alright but if you go up to Europe where Africans already lived Africans already lived in Europe, beloved. They already lived there. Go back and check the census. You can go back to the 1400s and take a look at Spain and United Kingdom and you can look at Portugal and you can and you can see on the census that Africans was already living there to the tune of 10%, 12%, 14%. This is a good number. All they did was they had original people already in the Americas. We were already here. They brought Africans over with them from the UK. They went to Newfoundland and then traveled down south from Newfoundland because anybody that got a good brain know. Original indigenous to this land. We've been here not a couple thousand years, not 10,000 years, hundreds of thousands of years. We ain't brought here from nowhere, no how. We've been coming back and forth here even before the land separated. So that ain't, you know, that old diaspora stuff is modern, contemporary social engineering controls to, to separate these people mentally from their inherited land. Example, the, we used to always meditate up at the lakes, right? And those lakes are atomic lakes. They're not natural. They're made atomically. 
What's the next of these? We talk about Ontario, Erie, etc., Michigan. All of those are atomic lakes, and they'll always have a mist over them. So you're talking about the northern American, yes, for the, for the southern West. Canadian. Yes, yes, to to feed to feed the um the whole western hemisphere of fresh water, including the Red River, which is also the Nile that they call the Mississippi, was dug. That's not even a natural river. We used it for trade, and we got mounds all on that river, all on up into Canaan. See, that's the boat ride that took. They brought Africans from. They was already in the United Kingdom. They were already there, and then when they got there, when they got, when they got, when they brought them over to the Newfoundland, they brought. They come down south on that Canada right there, on that Atlantic coast, and they began to hit drop ports. When they dropped them off at the ports, you were already there. Then they mixed them up with you and called everybody Negro. Then everybody became black. Then everybody became African American. See, he gonna roll that red carpet out for the African because they already been buddies. The way that they tell Black Americans history is that they make it look like the goddamn European don't even know the African. They just ran into the African in the 1400s. They never, they didn't know each other exists. But any idiot can look at a map and see, man, they right goddamn next door to each other. They know each other. Beloved, they don't know you. They didn't know you. They didn't know you. But since your African brothers is coming over, go see if they give you a place to stay. And then DM the platform and we'll have a conversation about that. And white people, that's slavery shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I ain't even mad at y'all about that. For real. You know what I'm saying? Black people, we be fucking with y'all about this shit. Because ain't a brother or sister in this room that has been a slave. We ain't none of us picked no fucking cotton. We wouldn't have known shit about it if y'all hadn't have made the movie Root. We wouldn't have known shit about it if y'all hadn't have made the movie Root. We wouldn't have known shit about it if y'all hadn't have made the movie Roots. So, and by the way, you know the Zulu thing? When we gave, when Oprah was finally in, in the first series, and we gave her her DNA test, basically the next day she went to South Africa to announce and that she was Zulu. So I, it broke on CNN. I was sitting in my living room minding my own business and said, Oprah Winfrey's a Zulu. <laughs> so I called Rick Kittles, and I said, Rick, did you tell Oprah she was a Zulu? He goes, no, man, she made that up herself. He goes, no, man, she made that up herself. I would lie to make you laugh, but I'm telling you a true story. So I said, Rick, are you in your lab? He said, yeah. I said, is anybody there? He said, no. I said, when the results come in, make her a Zulu, man. <laughs> you know? I said, you back there making it up anyway. I said, you back there making it up anyway. <laughs> nobody believe you can take some spit and figure out a tribe? What are you, crazy? <laughs> Message! The colonists deported many of the Pequot warriors to the West Indies aboard the ship Desiree. In 1638, Desiree returned to Massachusetts. According to John Winthrop, then governor of the colony, it was loaded with salt, cotton, tobacco, and Negroes. And Negroes. 
let's continue, beloved. The program is being led by Main State Housing Authority. The news station recorded, right? All right, let's stop. Let me hit you with this real quick. Everything is new. Everything is new. I'm talking about that East Coast. Everything is new. Right? It was Newfoundland because the old Foundland is over there. New Jersey because the old Jersey is over there. New Amsterdam because the old goddamn Amsterdam is over there. Right? Shout out to our brother, Dr. Khalid Abdul Mahal. That's what he used to say. Goddamn. New Amsterdam over here because the old goddamn Amsterdam is over there. New York over here because the old York is over there. Shamika, our dear sister, our dear niece and daughter, She's on Section 8, right? She's been on that goddamn waiting list three to four years to get somewhere to stay. So her and her babies can have somewhere to stay. When they give her that Section 8, though, the father of those babies is not even allowed in the program. I mean, he can go, but they're going to put that full rent on his ass ASAP. Boom. You the man, make it happen. All right, we, we get that. We understand that. We ain't tripping on that. Yet... They're going to let the African come over here with his whole family. Mom, dad, children. Two years rent-free to get on their feet. And um, they never fought in the wars. They don't have a bloodline that fought in the wars of America. You're not their bloodline. You're not that kinfolk. That's a trick. They don't have a bloodline that fought in the civil rights movements and all in the South just to be able to vote. That's not their bloodline. That's yours. They don't have a bloodline that had to fight to eat at the goddamn lunch counters. That's not their bloodline. That's yours. They don't have a bloodline of anybody that fought in it. Not World War One. Not World War Two. Not the Civil War. Not the Vietnam War. Not Operation Freedom. Nothing. That's you. That's you. Look, these folks is going so far to replace you that you know what you start to see outside of this? They start to have like adopt the migrant family program. That shit going on all across the nation all of a sudden. Adopt the family. Adopt the family. All down in Denver, right? In Colorado. They're in Colorado, part of me. Adopt a family, adopt a family. It's a program, it's a program. Hell, you need the program. How you gonna help somebody else get on the program? Hell, you need a good program. Governor Healy right now, running around Massachusetts, they are having 10 to 30 migrant families show up in Massachusetts every single day. And they filling up the hotels in Massachusetts all with them. As much as help as our people need in Boston, they're filling up. They got right now over 40 hotels housing migrants. And now the governor in Massachusetts, they finna kick on to some. Well, we're going to get some help from the federal government, but we need families to take in these migrants. Families to take in this country ain't do that shit for you. When your forefathers coming out of the South and your foremothers coming out of the South built the goddamn home, built the nation, put the financial, our forefathers and foremothers 
work in that sound financially bankroll the whole country. When our forefathers was leaving the South, they didn't have no program for you where you could they're gonna take a migrant in and all this. And that shit wasn't for you. Of course, you wasn't no migrant, but it wasn't for you. You had to go from nothing in the South to run to nothing in the North. Then you know what they did? They look out for you. They built you projects all in the north and you didn't know those projects were laboratories where they studied you. They broke up your family. They put drugs in that laboratory called the projects. They created a new species called the nigger. That's how niggas got made. Niggas got made in the projects. Niggas ain't come out no fields. You still had your divinity in those fields. Mom and them had their divinity in them fields. Look, mom and daddy divinity was so strong that you go down to the deep south and I'm listen to me. Listen to me now. I'm telling you now, my, my folks from down there now. Listen, listen, listen. Their divinity was so strong. Mom and them would get on your ass if you live with a woman, you ain't marry her. They call that shacking if you did that. If you think I'm bullshitting, tap in to somebody from the South, a man or a woman of a certain age, and we're not talking sex. Move in with the woman. Move in with the man as a good grown adult, and y'all never got married, and watch mom and them turn their back on you. We ain't talking about you living no gay lifestyle. The gays ain't had a chance back then. If, listen, if the man, if the man and the woman can't live together, mama and them turn their back on the man and the woman living together that wasn't married. What you think they gonna do with a man and a man in that house or a woman and a woman in that house? See, that was your divinity, right? But you know how they, they got that from you. They broke that up from you. They put you in the projects and they made you a nigga. And when you, that nigga mentality was perfected, then they allowed you to move out of the ghettos and the projects and move throughout the city, but you was already infected with that mentality already. You see what I'm saying? Now look what they finna do today. Look what they finna do today. They look, they have it so sweet. They're asking families to take in the migrants. This ain't really new. The first time I heard some shit like this, Eric Adams from uh, New York, he put down a shine box. He went down because he he got in some hot water. He ran down to DC. He took a shine box down there with him, started shining shoes. Right, genocide Joe needed good polish. He start. He took his brush. And he, he gave us good spit shine all through DC. And he was the first one I ever heard say, "Well, you know what? You know, because they gave him a new attitude. Because he was kind of like getting beside himself, and they put that nigga back in his place. And then he started talking about, you know, uh, we need to start looking at putting residents in private homes. I said, God damn, they got Eric back on track, didn't it? Because he was saying something different, and they got that nigga back on track." 
after he shined all them shoes in DC, he found this place and got back on track. Did they do that for you? Did they do that for you? No, beloved, they didn't do that for you. You're being replaced. Can't you see you're being replaced? That's why when you come here, and I know you want to get you a new religion. I know, you know, the New Year's came around, America's New Year came around, and you wanted to get you good, get back in religion and get, you know, you get back with your family. <laughs> you need to get back with your family because I can tell you right now, 50 years from now, ain't going to be no jobs now. It ain't going to be no job. If you don't have your own business, you're going to be screwed. Because the jobs that you used to have, they finna give it to them. They finna give it to them. Let's continue to read. According to the news station, WGME, the state will help pay for migrants' rent using funds approved by the state legislature. Damn, who would have thought the state could find money for that? Who would have thought the state can just find money for that? They ain't found no money for you, but they can find it for this. The program has enough funding to pay rent for up to two years, but migrants will need to pay 30% of their rent once they find a job. The news station reported, and they are going to find a job because this, <laughs> the state going to push them niggas out the way and give the migrants their job. And they made you think, oh, you know, they just get the jobs that the Afro-American don't want, that the African-American don't want to do. Then they show you some California workers. But that's the hustle. They, they do a switcheroo. They show you the brown seed in California uh, out there goddamn farming, picking fruit and goddamn strawberries and peaches and plums. And they say, man, you don't want to do that. That's them folks' job. Now, they didn't tell you the part that, you know, them, uh, they just added 700,000 illegal immigrants to the healthcare system out there, right? Where they ain't going to get the checkup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, they go down there and uh, see the doctor. All right? Make sure the blood pressure is good. They got a good heartbeat. And so if they put 700,000 people on a healthcare system out there in California, that means if you live in LA and you're original man, you fucked. Or Sacramento, you fucked. Oakland, you fucked. Because, you know, in order to put them on the tab for free, that somebody got to pay for that shit, and that's you. So your health care finna go through the goddamn roof if you live in California. They finna push y'all niggas out of there. One way or the other, you finna go. I heard they sell a nice, ho nice homes down there in Houston for a good price. You better got, you better start looking now. You don't need number $20,000. You know what I'm saying? That's a good down payment. They'll give you a mansion in goddamn Texas for $20,000 down payment. Because Abbott, you know... You know what I'm saying? Abbott and Genocide Joe ain't doing nothing but going back and forth with each other. And it look like Texas is standing on their own. They're going to be able to win. California's out for you. Did you hear me? Free health care? Oof. Uh, when do health care enrollment kick in? In the fall, right? October, November time frame, something like that. I, I think that's how they do the quarters. I think that's when... It, if you got a job 
your health care renewal should be right around sometime in the fall. I know that, right? Before the winter, something like that, right? Somebody DM and let me know what they premium look, what they payment look like. I know that shit went up. California, shit, your shit went up. <laughs> they didn't put them folks on your ass. Robin Hood used to rob from the rich and give to the poor. They take from the poor to give to the those that are poorer. <laughs> they not going to, the rich ain't letting up on them. <laughs> Beloved, you living in the devil's kingdom. You living in the devil's kingdom. Aren't you glad you voted for Genocide Joe? Let's read, it. Let's read this last paragraph and then we're going to let it go. I don't want to hold y'all too long. We just talking. You know what I'm talking about? We have thousands of folks coming to Maine who want to make Maine home. We're doing everything we can to help that situation. That is a quote and unquote from Danny B, the executive director of Maine State Housing Authority. Boy, somebody need to get on Dan's ass. Goddamn, I ain't gonna lie about that. Peace of black power to your family. <laughs> We're gonna leave it there. Don't blame me. Blame my brother T Fowler. He sent us this ain't shit. You know, we don't listen. This is the listen, listen, listen. This is the platform that uh, ain't none of this original content, ain't none of this original thought. Only thing we do here is just talk about the articles that the people send us. <laughs> That's all we do. We ain't got we ain't got no research team. Our brother uh, Baba Dick Gregory, right? Peace be upon him. He's no longer here. Dick Gregory had about damn how many did Baba have like six to eight people in his research team they bring him the topics they do the research they hand it to him he just had the platform here to speak the brother the brother minister in Chicago uh, Minister Farrakhan he got like 10 to 12 people in his research team I believe he got to have a strong team you know what I mean for real black continents forum podcast, beloved, you you are our research team. This is the people's podcast. I just do the talking. Y'all do the picking. <laughs> Y'all do the comments. Shit, I do the talking and you do the talking and you do the articles. And that's how we are here. Until next time, this is indeed Real Black Content Form Podcast. It's your brother V, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace, peace, and more. Peace, beloved. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, 
your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.